Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that success in business is not something that we do on our own, we recognize the folks who have helped us to excel. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner with us today. My guest is an author, which we're going to learn a little bit more about. Um, and in his downtime, he enjoys spending time with his wife and daughter, and he's most proud of his failures. And so we're going to dig into that one, too, because that is quite intriguing to me. It's my pleasure to welcome Taylor to the show today. Hello, Taylor. How are you? Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, hey, man, let's start with having you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born and about your family and some of your hobbies and, um, and all that fun stuff. Oh, uh, uh, awesome. Awesome. Well, my name is Taylor Simpson. Um, I was um, born and raised in Ohio, uh, really Dayton, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio are my roots. Um, I kind of split my life into thirds. I always tell people I'm, I'm, I'm still curious to where home exactly is. You know, so for me, home is where my family is, but, um, you know, Ohio for a third, uh, Wisconsin, polar opposite uh, geography for a third and um, Indiana for a third. And um, I would say, you know, in Indiana is home. I, I, I grew up a ton. I went to Ball State University. Um, I graduated, went directly into the space that I, I thought that I'd be in my entire life. I always wanted to be an architect. You know, I was the kid that was like drawing on napkins and uh, and selling, you know, my napkin drawings for a dollar to my aunts and uncles. Um, and I went to Ball State University, had never really heard of the school, but um, just found out that their architecture prowess was, you know, known across the country. And uh, I always thought I was going to be a Buckeye. So I was the Ohio State, the Ohio State, the Ohio State. And the funny, funny story, I went to my uh, college tour at uh, the Ohio State University and then Ball State right after and it was raining and ugly and I was like oh, I'm not going here like there's no way there's no way and then I walk into this architecture building and people are like they're you know diving across the tables and, and you know jumping on yeah uh, uh, like beds and you know throwing trace paper across the studio and I said I have to go here <laughs> so um I love Ball State. I've, you know, I'm turf turf all, all the way. Um, left school, went directly to an architecture firm and grew very fast. It's called Newsweek Group. They did huge modulars all over the world. Uh, ended up uh, going to Milan, Italy, writing a book um, in that time period, and had an aha moment for uh, Halo App, which we'll talk about. Um, the CEO and founder, um, along with my wife and, and our two other co-founders of Halo App. And that's been about the last seven years uh, of, of my life building uh, that tech company. And it is not overnight. And, uh, <laughs> and, it, and there's everything imaginable that happens. And it's, it's harder <laughs> um, than, than even if you thought it was going to be the worst experience in the world, yeah, as we did. We said, well, this is going to be impossible. But that's kind of like our, our lane, the impossible lane. Um, and uh, that, if you, if you can find the fun in the impossible, then I think you'll do well. But that's uh, that's our journey, and we're we're still on it. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about this book. Oh my goodness, I uh, I'm you know I'm a romantic. I think I love love. I just you know I think you'll see that a lot in everything that we do in our company. You know we love to love. 
Um, I love my wife so much, you know, and uh, that journey of love, uh, you know, manifested in my brain one day, um, mixed in with my religious beliefs. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the, the Garden of Eden story. And I had a dream one day, um, you know, what if, what if there was a reimagining of love as the garden? And, um, you know, what if, what if, uh, just to dive into it a little bit, what, what if you had, uh, what if there was this friendship that was perfect, like the garden, um, and an apple was presented uh, as so many stories that we're very familiar with is presented to you and maybe that apple's love. And if you take it, uh, and if you take any endeavor in love, you, you're going to be stripped naked. And so there's like a, you know, there's a dance, it, it's, it's a modern reimagining. So it's based in my favorite city in the country, Boston. I'm a Lakers fan, so it's weird to say Boston, but um, <laughs> Boston for architecture reasons uh, and just the mixture of everything that people love, the, you know, the necklace of parks and the ocean sea mixed in with just a lot of the culture there in the suburbs. Very cool. Um, yeah, the, that's the book. It's called Eden Untouchable. Uh, it's still it's still on sale. Uh, we we, I mean, um, talk about the journey. The book saved the business back in 2016. Um, we sold 500 copies, and for anybody, you know, like I know you're not, like that. That was monumental, and and it was things like you know my grandfather. Um, I knew the math, right? There were $25 a book. I, you know, I spent a year writing it. It was well worth it. You know, it's a great read. But, you know, my grandfather, my grandfather said, give me 10, give me 10. And I'm like, grandfather, show you, it's 250 bucks. He said, I'll give it back to you tomorrow. And then he'd wow. come back with $250, you know, give me another 10. And I mean, that paid my rent um, in, in the, uh, and during the entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneurship journey. So um, just a lot of stuff mixing in, but love the book great story of my life was just like it, when people ask me about that perseverance part in running a business I'm like I wrote a romance novel and so <laughs> I, I, I kind of hated every moment I was like I'm gonna write a book and I wrote the first chapter and it sounded decent and then it just like I would look at the word count and I'm like how do people ever get to like a novel you know and then it just became so natural and I would get up in the morning and just write for three hours and 30 minutes of it would just be straight gold and um and uh, that taught me a lot too. So Taylor, tell us a funny story that your family likes to, to share about you that you'd be willing to share with the audience today. Oh, wow. Um, uh, oh, there's so many. I'm really a, 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 um, a weird, so a funny story. Um, is that uh, my parents actually say I'm so smart because I used to walk into things. Like I, I literally would get, you know, I would just get this, I don't know what it was, but just I would start thinking about something and I would go off on a tangent. I would start walking into things. So like my family always has a story about like us being at the movies and me just like crashing into the, <laughs> you know, into the concession carts or like walking through the mall and just running into a wall. And uh, my mother said, it's it's because I dinged my head so much that I'm this smart. <laughs> so I don't know, like that's that's literally when you talk to anybody in my family, somebody's going to bring up me walking into something and nice. everyone's going to start laughing. So I love it. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Thanksgiving table. There you go. <laughs> so Taylor, tell us how the business came about and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business? Uh, um, immediately, I would say um, I had the confidence to that I could 
run the, the biggest company in the world. It literally started there. I um, I wanted to be an entrepreneur uh, just because I felt like that was my space. I was working at a job that like, I was a superstar there, uh, which felt really good, but I knew I was only doing like 10% of my capacity. I mean, I didn't have to work that much. I did calculations very fast. You know, I brought in like Photoshop. They didn't even have a Photoshop person. And so like, you know, we started bringing in millions of dollars. And so like, I, I, I knew the value there, but it was just, it was never fulfilling. Um, I needed something that was just gonna allow me to push myself, grow myself, speak to people, be creative, design, all while thinking creatively. I mean, just like all of these dynamics that make me feel cool. And I just could not see that in any space outside of maybe like C-suite or like the perfect job. I looked at that trajectory as a, as a black man and that looked like 20 years. And as a millennial, I said, I don't want to wait 20 years <laughs> to be able to get into a, a role or a position or, you know, a spot in my career that like makes me happy. So I said, I'm going to, I'm going to build a business um, that started that conversation. And literally, I mean, it was two months. I remember coming home with Google, man, what if there was a, what if there was a search engine, like not a search engine, but just like a search bar, you know, where you can search something and everything will pop up. And then my roommate was like, that's Google, man. Like, that's Google. It's really Google. <laughs> I, you know, we went through that fun phase of just like, you know, bad ideas, good ideas, looking at margins as you learn business. I mean, you know, I, I graduated with a, you know architecture and planning degree. So, you know, I'm learning like margins, et cetera, on the fly, profit. And I'm like, bottles of water, man. Look at the margins in bottles of water. We have to start a water company. We both love water. Um, <laughs> and then I went to, and then I went to Milan, Italy. Uh, with with the company I was at, we were doing the World Expo in in uh, in Milan. Um, we did the pavilions there. They did like that from start to finish. They were up in six months, down in four months. It's the coolest thing ever. And um, I had a I posted some pictures on social media. They're still there, you know, just so people get like you know the history of it all and the blessings that have come and the clear evidence of uh, you know a Lord directing the Lord directing my you know ordering my steps. Um, I had a phone call, you know, and I only had, you know, the first time overseas, but my parents were like, hey, listen, we're going to call you. We'll hang up in a minute, <laughs> you know, because like the charges are crazy. I'm like, what do you mean? Um, and he called me and said, hey, congratulations. I appreciate, you know, I, I knew you'd, you'd be great. You know, I see you overseas. I remember you talking about like how you just always wanted to travel and starts crying and just says, man, I need help. Dude. Like I need a few hundred bucks. And I'm like, I'll cash up, you know, I, you know, I only have a little bit, but like, let's talk when we get back, like just me your cash app. He paid me back plus 25% in three days, you know, and I, I, I got back to the States and I thought like, how cool, you know, the next aha moment, um, Uber, you know, I was out for the holiday and we were all at my house listening to music and everybody was like, rides here. And I'm like, who's, who's driving? You know, he's like, no, dude, I Uber. Uh, actually, when we come back, you're going to have to use the code so we can get a free ride. Like, what is Uber? They didn't have enough spots and just going to call. It. And I jumped in the trunk. And like, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. What is this? And the world was just like changing before me. And so I just became obsessed with this marketplace, this human connection, this, pe this people connecting with people. And there was just a clear lane of this people connecting with people that was not happening with money. And for me, that was the most natural you know, application for this because it already exists. And that's what we always tell people. Um, my, my grandfather owned the gas station 
as a black family, I mean, that's a powerful statement. So in a book, you know, that same grandfather picked cotton. So just, just to think about my family lineage, like my grandfather picked cotton as a child. Um, somehow uh, his aunt was able to get into business. And so he owned a gas station and that was like the family business. Everybody was there, it was a family reunion spot. Everybody in the community came, it was a party. Every time you were there, get your tires changed. And I saw so many transactions happening. I mean, just like connections, business meetings. You know, as a kid, I was just always intuitive to like the, what was happening. But the biggest thing I saw was that there were also the bank. Yeah. It wasn't just the gas station because, you know, Black people don't get banking services. I don't know if you know, the world knows that, but like, it's literally just that. Like, a lot of Black people just don't get banking services, just the, the minimum, the checking account, the saving, you know, a credit card, which is a loan, which we'll talk about. And then, you know, forget the mortgage stuff and all the other stuff. It's just like, there's no credit card here, right? So like when, when anything happens, minus 200, minus 300, there is nowhere to go except for things like payday loans, which who are, atro- I mean, they're atrocious. I mean, you're, you're talking about paying back $600 for a $400 loan um, or, you know, uh, my grandparents' gas station. And so that's, that's what we've built. Literally uh, never been on tech, always been in humanity. The Halo app allows um, from all of these things that have happened, um, people that have, uh, you know, dis- disposable income, like business owners, like pastors, you know, like random members of the church, like principals that are able to back um, their community. And it's just a, it's just an incredible thing that happens there. Um, and there's a bunch of business stuff that's incredible about it, but just that union and that familiarity uh, that people feel it's natural. It's weird. You hear it. It's like, what, this would never work. And then you do it and you're like, Oh, my family asked me all the time for, yep. Your family should have a community. They should be able to anonymously request, you know, up to a thousand dollars and someone in that community should back that loan. They should not be going to banks or worse. Uh, well, banks aren't super great, but I'm not going to play that card today. Um, but yeah, uh, that that is the revolution that's happening. Um, and it's just been, and it's been because of this, the, what you're talking about on this show. Uh, the idea is still the same, but it evolved in so many ways, just based on experience. I always say that, you know, uh, the book that I'm currently writing is called A Thousand Lives, and I truly believe I've, I've, I've been a thousand of our personas, our app personas in this journey. Like I was the business owner that was, that could have used 500 bucks. I lost a wedding contract, you know, doing Photoshop because like I had to purchase Photoshop again and I, you know, I couldn't purchase Photoshop. Um, so just so many moments where, you know, that have developed and evolved this concept um, for it to be as familiar uh, as it is for people. Awesome. So Taylor, tell us a little bit more about Halo. What, how does it work? How, how does it, how do you help people and how can folks um, get on board? I love it simple. Um, uh, for, for borrowers, it's, um, it's as simple as jumping onto an app, requesting an amount of money up to $1,000 and saying how long you need to repay. Um, we are an app that uh, is, is, is built on repayment. The fact that like, you know, a lot of the risk that people talk about, I think, is a myth. If you give people real help and you actually give them time to be successful, they'll repay their loans. And uh, by de-risking the platform, we open up a, a, an opportunity for a second market of backers of people. Um, a lot of people on our app that haven't invested before now have an opportunity to in, invest in people. Um, so uh, borrowers, 
go into the app, they press up to $1,000. Uh, they wait for a match, sort of like you wait for an Uber. Um, as soon as you put the request out, everyone in the communities you're a part of get notified and uh, someone can back you on the other end and charge up to a certain amount of percentage. Some communities cap it. Uh, the most you can charge on the platform is 35%. And we, uh, we liaison the transaction. Very, very cool. So um, what's the uh, URL? So um, thehaloapp.com. So www.thehaloapp.com. Um, we just went through a really cool rebrand. So the site is up. We're adding a bunch of stuff now that we have, you know, communities onboarding. So um, we'll have more community features popping up. And uh, again, come as you are, sort of literally come as you are. Um, you can set up a discovery call with us. It's you know, 10, 15 minutes where we just, just discover where, you know, where your best fit is. Maybe you're a backer that wants to diversify. I mean, if you're a, you know, a traditional investor, maybe you're a backer that just wants to try something for the first time and, and see what happens. Maybe you're a philanthropist that just wants to, you know, $4 billion in payday loans go out. There's $10 billion in fees on that loan. In our city, you know, in, in back in Indiana, $50 million will go back to our residents if we cap interest rates at 36%. So like, that that's like math that we can get around and um, that can all happen on the halo app so if you just want to support our mission um we are partnered uh, we have a non-profit partner kindness to one another um we'll be releasing uh, some information about that partnership but uh, her mission is to pay for people's bills <laughs> and she said hey i love your app can we pay can we help your borrowers get back on track if they fall behind i was like uh yeah. And she said, great. Can we do it with six people to start? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And we've just grown our relationship. But literally, awesome. you can come, you can get a low interest loan, and we can help you succeed because success means backer repayment. But success also means complete upward mobility and forward progression and getting back on your feet and, you know, hundreds of dollars in savings. Um, and that's the shift that we want to see. That's awesome. So if you have questions, visit us uh, or please reach out to me or please email me at uh, Taylor at the Halo app and we'll get you taken care of. Wonderful. So Taylor, share a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though you maybe thought you couldn't and the impact that that person had on you. Yes, uh, I have uh, 5,000 names. I mean, for this particular journey, um, at every step of the way, uh, we did an investor report a few years back. It was called Rip Sheets of Paper, and it was based off of uh, my Second month as an entrepreneur, you know, I went back to Ball State. Someone was speaking in the speaker series. It was Benjamin Todd Jealous, who's the director of the NAACP, also an angel investor. Just everything I had read. I waited in line for an hour while everybody, you know, signed their books, and I noticed that it was his wife in the corner because, you know, from the research, pitched her. She said my pitch was awful. <laughs> But I, I love the energy and she made him talk to me and he said, absolutely not. But like gave ripped off a sheet of paper and gave me names. And I was committed to like doing ripped sheets of paper for the rest of my career. And so like, there's been so many people, you know, not just, you know, investors, we had to do things non-traditional. So we have 70 investors <laughs> in our company, literally, you know, text, 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 but, um, uh, you know, people sweat equity, you know, people that have given me mentorship, my family, um, you know, starting with my parents, my, my brother, my co-founder, which who is my wife. She's with me every day. She encourages me. Um, 
so just like literally um, thousands, thousands of people along this journey. That's awesome. So Taylor, uh, you mentioned one of your things you're most proud of is your failure. So what's your biggest learning as a business owner? Failure does not exist. Um, just as a call to action, you always fell forward. Uh, if you fail, that is the success. And that's why I'm so proud of it. I was so terrified to do so many things. I'm always nervous. And that's, I think, why I'm moving forward. Um, and that literally is a call to action to everybody embrace it. Yeah. I used to hear it a bunch. Um, and now I want to share it. Uh, if it's scary, it's probably the direction you should go. <laughs> yeah. so I, I'm, I'm so proud that we failed um, and we've tried and we've tried things. And as a company, we, you know, we're not the ones that are just timid. We'll go out there and we'll take a big miss. <laughs> You know, on, on the, you know, the three and O count, so you know, type deal. So um, I don't know. Um, uh, I embrace it. I I look for it. Um, you know, some of these rooms that I'm naturally in today. You know, I was puffing my inhaler and calling my <laughs> my dad. Teared. I don't belong. I don't belong here. I can't do. You know, I don't know any of the language. And you know, it was my dad that said talk like you usually talk what do you mean like talk exactly how you talk you know and um and um it was just those those things that like have, have built uh built me built this built all of us so i embrace it i, I hope uh, everyone does too that's wonderful they uh, something i tell my clients all the time is that um we always have a, a natural preference for our comfort zone but everything that we want in life is on the other side of our comfort zone Right. So I love the fact that you're, you know, you're willing to step out and, and take those big, you know, those, those perceived big risks, but really like your, your father said, it's not a risk, right? Just be yourself yeah. and, and do what you got to do. Our founder says that he never fails. He says that he either succeeds or he learns. And I, that's similar to, I think what you just expressed, right? Like, yeah. Embrace it, learn through it, figure it out and become the next version of yourself. And, and, all, and also, you know, and assess the risk, you know, like for some people, you know, for, for us, you know, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in, in debt with, you know, people, I have kids, I have a family, you know, you know, we're, we're all the way out on the limb on, on this thing too. Um, so some of, some of my uh, perspective is also, um, but, you know, stay put, you know, be calm. Um, uh, some of the learnings that, you know, I would have shared with myself five years ago was probably, you know, you're good, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of panic that happens here too. You're good, relax. Yes, yes. Calm, calm down. Don't take yes. a bad loan kind of thing. <laughs> Same thing we're preaching to our users. Like, we're, you know, some people call us for a loan and we're like, you don't need a loan. You just need to breathe. And that's kind of, you know, that's also from life experience building something like this. But uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. So Taylor, we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us one of your biggest challenges uh, as an owner and who is a, a fellow business owner that came alongside you to help you through that challenge? Um, um, I would say, uh, um, so uh, my, my our other founders, or my, my social, uh, I met Mario a baron at home advisor so just to give you uh him and his family own so many businesses i mean just like really savvy best entrepreneur you know best entrepreneurs i'd ever met um really and i uh i was completely you know i was at zero 
we're starting a family. We're like, we have to figure out a way, you know, a way to make some kind of money. And I was like, well, sales, you know, I've been, you know, I've been selling sunglasses at Sunglass, but, you know, I think I'm an expert salesperson now. <laughs> um, and he was, you know, the top sales rep. They owned restaurants, uh, Paco's Tacos. I call it the Paco's Tacos Empires because, you know, they're, they're smashing it and growing and <laughs> real estate and just all these things. And um, uh, they were um sort of our like zip tie in this to say like hey listen what you have is go to speak that language I think uh, for me so many people just you know you have to kind of smile in adversity all this time like there's just so many no's I know some people say they go like oh for 72 we're like oh for 2400 with investors (laughs) you know just like from going from like we're going to change this the best that you have ever heard of all of our friends validating all the barbershops validating just everywhere we went people saying like oh man to like oh for just extraordinary numbers just people <laughs> slamming doors and um uh when you know they um you know you, you're you have to sell everything you know you have to you know burst you know you have to do this this is i mean just to speak that language and then to add uh, a ton of business acumen and then to make the connections like we said i mean we you know let, let me talk to one of my friends he owns a restaurant he does that to his employees, um, learning how to pitch. I think sales is something that like, I thought was disgusting, but like, you have to, <laughs> you know, he was, you know, Mario was the one that said like, Hey, pastor sale, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you, you know, Halo, if you, even if you have a good product, you, you sell because people, some, everyone has barriers, like just like language that was very real to me. Um, and, uh, I changed. So I, you know, I would say that moment, obviously we're, they're, you know, they're founders in the company, but uh, that was a huge moment for us and a turning point for us as a business. I, I like that principle on uh, always be selling. So uh, there is a, a, a negative connotation about salespeople, right? The, the used car salesman or the door knocker. But, um, one of the things that uh, I've learned is that uh, we're not, we're not, selling as much as we're professionally helping people make a decision that's right for them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And in that case, there's no win or lose, right? It's just, are we, it comes back to your, your idea of loving on people, right? If, if we're just genuinely helping people to, to decide if what we have to offer is right for them. Um, if they say no, that's okay. Cause we still did our job. Exactly. And I, and I sell my daughter every day yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I hope she buys the product. <laughs> so Taylor, if I asked you to pick three people in your business journey that you're most grateful for being there for you as part of your, your growth, who are those three people and how'd they help you? Um, well, Ariana Williams, number one, uh, she was the Zoom name. <laughs> uh, when we popped up, first and foremost, um, my best friend, my partner, she's with me every night. I mean, like we've been working probably eight to 10 hours a day on this for seven years. So having someone that's just that will be there, I, I hate the misconception that spouses are supposed to do that. Um, and that, that you know, um, she's, uh, you know, the, just like the, there's so many elements to it. I mean, there's there's days that I did want to quit, you know, that she's nope, you know, turn your head back around, look in the mirror, remember who you are, like just some, some super supernatural conversations. She's 
she saved it. There's some days that I completely just sat on the couch. She said, what's going on? If the app doesn't work, she went in, she get in, get, went in to get labs, <laughs> some messages. I mean, um, so that would be number one, two and three, probably. Um, <laughs> my, um, my, uh, my, my mommy um, would probably be number two. She uh, educated for a lot of years, her backgrounds in marketing. Um, and I think that, you know, she kind of gave, gave me, uh, you know, my creativity and um, she also simplifies the, you know, things. This is just Microsoft PowerPoint and Excel, no worries. Yeah. You, know, there's, you know, there's all these things, um, you know, builds our data infrastructure. You know, she was the type, says, oh, I did this at school. Let me see, what are you looking at? Oh, this is Mongo, I can get it. This is just a, this is just a data lake. And, you know, for that I'm like, I've been trying to find our data for a year. She's like, it's all here. <laughs> you know, it's all here. Um, you know, our underwriting system, just like, um, uh, you know, things that, you know, you know, teach you know calming me same thing like helping me before conversations like some of that prep yeah. learning how to talk to people learning how to have crucial conversations and um, what's your mom's you name know, maria simpson awesome um and uh, uh, i you know and my dad uh, james james simpson the greatest leader i think uh, i try to mimic him he you know if he were to have the company the company would be a billion dollar company by now um you know first executive man, you know manager that i tapped into taught me everything about business one of the best leaders you know i think um uh between him and, and my mother um Literally, uh, completely different opposite styles. So I got a, a gist of both. Uh, he's an engineer by trade, so his, ma, as his mind uh, constructs things. But he also, um, it's it's outside of business, but he gave me the template, uh, again, as a Black man, to have a pathway to, like, do this, do this, do this, do this, and you can be successful by 23. Enabled me the freedom to even start. So, you know, I was a homeowner by 23. Don't rent, don't own. You know, this is how you'll do it. I'll help you. Um, so that was, you know, I was able to launch my business because I had a roommate, you know, when we were paying a mortgage. So I was paying $500 a month for a three bedroom house with land, you know, be, because <laughs> you know, I was able to get to a point where this happens. So uh, I would take him for the, for the template. Um, but again, so many, so many others, uh, so many others that, that have helped, uh, that, um, you know, will be named, have been named, uh, should know how much I adore and appreciate, <laughs> appreciate them. So Taylor, as you think about the next three to five years, what are the biggest challenges that you see that you'll face in achieving your goals? And who are the types of people that you're going to need uh, to help you solve those challenges? Uh, three, well, three to, you know, this year, um, uh, you know, growth for, you know, all around, you know, for me, I, I like to learn. And so now that people are using it, just asking the right questions, at, continuously asking questions, never making assumptions. Um, I think as, as with anything that's new, uh, you know, there is sort of this blank canvas to paint on. So um, uh, I would say that I would say staying true to who we are has been the toughest part. I mean, there's, there's been so many hands in this, um, thoughts on this, different ways that this can go. I mean, we're, we're talking about money and, and, and marketplace money. I mean, there's so many opportunities. To be who we are consistently has been a, a proud moment for, for us, I think, as a team. 
um, learning how to scale. You know, this is my first time as a CEO. So I have a lot of mentorship around me, uh, learning how to ask for help just to be completely vulnerable, man. Just like learning how to ask for help is a, is a skill that, you know, that I've, I've had to learn um, and learning how to ask for help in ways that you can receive it and execute. We're entering into a market where I expect to have, you know, millions of people on the platform, you know, in 12 months like that. That is something that you can't say lightly because I can't sleep off of the thousand. <laughs> so I am just I'm terrified of just thinking about, you know, all the lives, all the people that don't have loans yet. Man, this person came to a loan because, you know, the light bill was off and it's been 24 hours. You know, now I'm calling backers or like now I'm planning an email marketing campaign. I mean, it's just constant sort of um, uh, prep. Uh, being fearless again never losing that like that grit that that you know those intangibles that like got us to this point I mean you know we weren't supposed to be here right just by everything but like it was by grit and by determination and by you know you know trial and error and scientific experiments and you know having a you know no fear of failure that got us here and I think that same kind of stuff is it's going to drive us forward. We talk about it all the time. Let's do it. You know, let's do it. You're building it. Let's do it. Um, repayment, like just to get into actual business things. I'm, I'm speaking to a community. Uh, I'm speaking to everyone saying that these borrowers that you all did not believe in are not as risky as you think. They've just been stepped on. My family is a part of it. I'm a part of it. And so this is a new tool where we can prove it out and keep these dollars inside of the community and not need whatever said no to you. So going out on the limb saying that, but we're also seeing it, right? And so like, I, my hope is that we continue to see it and people continue to believe in this um, and build their own financial profile on our platform uh, versus what, you know, versus where they can't be seen um, and uh, making sure backers get their money back. Every dollar that goes out on our platform makes me, man, everything makes me nervous. <laughs> like Coach Tim. <laughs> everything <laughs> i you know i worry about every single thing you know there you know the sec regulations like we stay up to tune with all of the regulations but the market shifts like we right. saw with the last three presidents just like i don't know how many like in the financial market the dodd frank just got smacked and then smacked i mean just like all these rules and just it might not be a big deal but just like seeing so much stuff happening in the whole market shift web three is shifting what do we not know? Where are we not being innovative sure. and staying true to your to who you are? I mean, it's just it's just all of it. So um, next three to five years for me is just like I mean, hyper growth, be fearless, execute, um, build the right team, uh, and see and see what happens. Awesome. So Jim Rohn, one of my favorite authors, says we become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So as you think about that uh, from a business standpoint, uh, what are your reactions to that quote? Huge. Uh, I completely agree. And um, I think it's very, very, very true. Uh, I'm a fan of that. And I've actually sort of tried to create my future that way or, or um, build my circle in that way. Um, and also recognize who uh, the power in that group, like some people move groups because they don't recognize it. Um, some of my friends family members you know i remember uh, knocking on the door um uh you know trying to get a meeting with united way indy and just next door united way dayton the the person that ran the, the sound for my church was the director 
of United Way in Dayton. So like recognizing power in your circle, not being afraid to sit in your circle and to just like find all the skills. I told you my mom is a data engineer. I mean, just literally opened up the whole app, 800 data points on each person. So like recognize, recognize the power in your circle. And, and I agree, I completely agree. Surround yourself with people that are like making you better, moving your mind, being emotional, you know, not people emotional, good, good and bad, people that are telling you that you're wrong. Our board tells me that all the time. And I couldn't thank <laughs> someone else for that. You know, like, uh, and I think that's just powerful. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, surround yourself with greatness um, and also notice the greatness that's already around you. Taylor, it sounds like you've been blessed with so many incredible people who have helped you on your journey. If they were all on the show here today, what would you want to say to them? Thank you. I'm going to cry. I'm a crier. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do a, a thing, but yeah, thank you for, for, for real. Like I am a, and everybody knows that generally unselfish person, just like I'm a culmination of all of your prayers and um, I watch you. I watch everything you do is the reason I've been able to learn so much. Um, as you said, as a young man, watching the business that we had, recognizing the depth of our history, you know, my father growing up in the civil rights movement, my mother growing up in the civil rights movement, just like learning from that, listening to all of the uh, the leadership that I had and, you know, in my house. So uh, I've listened to you and I'm uh, trying to uh, make you proud, even though I know that's not a, not a, not a thing, you know, everyone always says like, Oh, you make me proud, but like make you proud on coach Tim's show and how I speak, make you proud on, you know, every, you know, everywhere I go, how I interact, staying five minutes later on the zoom um, and being a, a true a good person. Um, and um, being appreciative of everything the Lord has, has, has given to us and our family. So yeah, just thank you um, over overwhelming, overwhelmingly, uh, just thank you uh, for, for the blessings that I've received. Wonderful, Taylor, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking with you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate it, thank you, Coach Tim. This was, uh, this was fun. Awesome, for everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to the Self Made is a Miss show with your host coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help us spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on your social media. And to join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward and I'll see you all next time. Take care.